Options Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I am your host, Kyron Morrison, and as always, I am joined by my good friend and co-host, Joel McDonald. How are you doing? Oh, I'm not too bad. My, not too my bad? Friend? Yeah, You're not good? too bad. Uh, yeah, uh, look, good, good's a strong word, but like in the Getting grand through. scheme of things, I'm, I'm okay. Getting through. Yeah, yeah. Now is not the time to discuss any of that. I'm here to talk about good things. We're here so, to distract you. Yes. We're here to distract you. Yes. Um, well, I guess like I'd ask what you've been up to, but, uh, I kind of know. So, um, how about that first episode of She-Hulk? Huh? Fuck yeah. I say first cause I haven't watched the second yeah, I watched one. Sec- I, I watched the second one last night. So, um, I'm probably going to wait, wait till Sunday, I guess. At this that's point. fair. But I ha- I've, I have watched the first episode. I look, I like this show. <laughs> um, I think this show is going to be a lot of fun. Um, Yeah. And the first episode was great. I really enjoyed it. I Like, I've heard some criticisms put towards it, and I don't disagree with them. Um, But I don't care. It's, like, I'm, I'm so far invested now that it, I just, I don't care. And the fact that they keep making it to a standard where I, I'm still, like, all right, I'm excited for whatever's next. Like, let's keep going. Um, I like things, like, you know, Harry Potter, where the creator is a massive fuckwit, or Star Wars, where it's just a giant mess right now. And, like, at least, like, the MCU is just consistently fun. So, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's fair. Like, mm. I like I, I, I liked it. It was just something about the structure of the episode just felt weird to me. But I, I still liked it, and I'm still... Yep. Like the the main reason I came to the show, apart from obviously being hooked on the MCU, was Tatiana, and she's killing it. So I'm in, you know. Regardless mm-hmm. of what happens, I'll stick around because I just think she's great. <laughs> and I, so far, no different. I found out. I found out today that it's not Tatiana. Actually, it's oh no, uh, T- Tatiana Maslany. Yes, yeah, sorry. Because oh, it's yeah. so confusing oh. because there's there's also Titania. Yeah, I did not mean Titania. Did and you see so, her Twitter account though? I did, and I thought that was very, so, very funny. That's great. Like, that's great. I love that they got it. Really do committing that. to it, getting Jamil, got a check mark and everything. Fucking Jamila Jamil is like. And I love, I love that someone it. tweeted at the video and being like, "Is that really? Yeah, Jamil." And she's like, and she posted a photo being like, "Obviously, it's oh, it's so good. That's like, that's good. Yeah. How much fun would that be just to go out and like deface?" Yeah, so today he gets to deface this this Marvel ad. <laughs> yeah, like marketing for the show that you're actually on, and so That's like great. the defacing you're doing is marketing, but it's also yeah, it's great. It's so. So cool. she is also the second part I'm interested, which is why I think I, again I know we're gonna get more of it, but I think that was the other reason why episode one didn't didn't leave a bitter taste in my mouth, but I was like ah, more, and then they're like nah, next week. I'm like but but she's there. She's five. Okay, all right, I- that's fine. I will say this: it's it's a character you've seen in the trailers, but we get to 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 be reintroduced to another character this week, and it's great. So, great, cool. Well, Sunday I'm watching it. Okay, that's all. Okay, I'm yep. no longer talking about She-Hulk. Yep, that's the fair. She-Hulk conversation is over. Done, done. We're done. It is ended. Is finished. <laughs> Apart from that, I've needed some comfort food this week when it comes to watching things. So I've just I've just lapsed back into my umpteenth rewatch of The Office. So. I I can't help it. I, and it's just, it's once I get started, like today I was like, I was going to clean the house. I was going to do all this stuff. And I did a little bit of cleaning. I did a little bit of stuff. And then I spent the morning playing destiny. 
um, when because I'm back on that shit now. We'll get to that later. And then the afternoon, I, I, I sat down to have lunch, and I was like, I'll watch an episode of The Office, and like seven episodes later, <laughs> it was time to go pick up my son. So it's, yeah, that's that's been my just nice little cozy blanket that I've kind See, of my, needed. My cozy show has been, it's been a process. It's been very slow. And I've been, it's been over the last, I want to say the last two or three months, has been gradually making my way through Naruto. <laughs> Oh, ever so wow. slightly i'm up i'm up to shippuden now shippuden but um i have to say i was like do i want to follow a guy that skips the fillers or that was my I question jump? i have not I've, i was like you know what i'm gonna watch it the way it was meant to be watched and wow. look i'm like i like the show but there is <laughs> some unforgivable filler oh my <laughs> god like oh because i remember one of the one of the episodes was just like like a top 10 it was like a top 10 show <laughs> where like naruto and sakura are hosts i'm just like what is okay oh, boy. you couldn't have just had like a week off because <laughs> like i remember i remember my wife went through it oh like god six or seven years ago seven or eight years ago she's like i came out one day i'm like what are you doing she's like i'm watching naruto and i'm like oh, okay and she's like, yeah, I'm using a guide. So she did it with a guide and like skipped all the yeah, filler look, and stuff. But like, like when it's good, it is that I'm just like, wow, I probably should have watched this sooner. And then you get to like a block of 10 filler episodes. You're like, <laughs> Jesus. And it's so, it's so funny. Like you can tell, you can tell when I get the, the filler switches flicked off because honestly, there's like this group, there's like a handful of characters who are not mentioned in these filler episodes. And I'll say they are pivotal characters and they just know where to be seen. And then they show up again. I'm like, oh, cool. We're at at the filler arc now. We're into the actual story. Excellent. Finally. At least it Um, seems like they were aware of like, all right, we need an indication when people need to actually start paying attention again. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, I don't know. Like I judge every filler episode by the filler episode of Dragon Ball Z where Piccolo and Goku get their license. And that is still my favorite filler episode. Top tier. Utterly ridiculous. Love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I've that's been my cozy little blanket, but I've been I've been it's a combination of that and usually playing like an hour of Xenoblade, which ironically it works really well because they're both fucking long. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, fair enough. Yeah, just chip it away. Jesus. It's good. No quest log this week, but yeah, I'm still I hit I saw people talking about chapter four of Xenoblade and I was like, oh, look, they say there's a lot of side quests. It can't be that bad. You know, my current, like the current quest I've got is like complete chapter four. It's like, you need to be level 27. I'm like, okay, I got to chapter four. I'm like level 50 now. Oh, Jesus. I've been doing all these side quests. I'm level 50 in the story quest. It's like, you need to be level 27 to get through here. I'm like, hey, do you have any sort of scaling at all? I just so. fucking like <laughs> fucking stepping on fools and yeah, yeah. Just this buff mem- this buff party <laughs> member's just like kicking over bosses and it's just like, oh just kicking doors in. I love it. I love it. Yeah, um, that's that's really all I've been doing, apart from yeah, playing Destiny and playing a game we'll talk about, which is Cod of Lamb. Which yeah. I think we'll both endeavor to have finished by next episode. We're both like at the precipice. But we had been waiting for a patch that is now available, so now yes. there's no excuse to, yeah, to jump back in. And I've I've been tinkering around with a couple of other things like Curse to Golf. I've I've sort of like dabbled in, um, and just last night actually I played like a few levels of um, Midnight Fight Express. 
Cool. So yeah, so, we'll have a, we'll probably be a quest log episode next week. So yep. watch a direct get announced or something just to yeah. screw us over. Yeah. Um, but for this week, we're actually going to be covering two things. We're going to have a dope or nope, which will be covering the Gamescom opening night live hosted by Jeff Keighley. And was it? I'm pretty. I yeah. Intro. Like he was introduced by Carl Bossman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Dark Prince of Nerd Media. Good. Old, yeah. Because um, I did see he was over there in in, in Germany with him. So. Good on Still uh, caught me off guard. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. He does. Uh, so that'll, that'll be. Sorry, go. <laughs> he does. Like, he did the whole pre-show last year. Yeah, there was like an pre-show hour was of, of Carl Bossman. Like it was the best part. Yeah, it IMO. Was. It really was. Um, so yeah, that'll be our our dope on open, and then we'll have a bonus round to cover, as we've been hinting at, like the big Destiny showcase, which has managed to drag Joel back in. Much to pew, my pew, 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 um, pew, pew. We'll talk about that a bit and why that's really exciting. And like, I do have a concern to bring up, but it's fine. We'll discuss that later. Um, but yeah, so I think unless you've got anything else you want to bring up now, Joel? No, nah, I'm good. No, I'm all good. good. All good. All right, then. Well, then I will kick us straight into dope or nope. Dope or nope. So dope or nope is, of course, our new segment. Uh, and we bring stories and either dope them and talk about them or nope them and don't. And for this particular case, as I'm sure you're used to, because this seems to be how most episodes when we have a dope or nope works, just because it's so easy for an event, for a showcase to be like, cool, here's a list of things, we'll just we'll work through it. Um, yeah. So yeah, this this was for the yeah, opening night live, which was the other night, uh, hosted by Jeff Keighley, the man who loves his world premieres more than anything. Oh yeah. Uh, do you want to, is there any, any like thoughts on the show before we dig into the... I guess the bullet points of it, like, how'd you feel about it? I mean, I, okay. For starters, I'll preface this by saying I was like skim watching it because I was watching it with my oh, son. Okay. So yeah. I was like skipping through some bits. So I guess in your script, the Callisto protocol. Mm-hmm. I absolutely <laughs> did. As soon as I was like, who's ready for the Callisto protocol? I'm like, not me right now. Did you go back and this. watch it later? I did. I watched it just before I, we started recording tonight. Good, so I have watched it. Yeah. Cause I figured that'd be the case. Um, and then there were other things as well that I skimmed through as well. I think that the um, uh, Dying Light 2 stuff and yeah, a few there other things a, there, so I skipped through. There was a lot of, there was some skim worthy stuff in there. Um, yeah, but yeah, the show itself know. just felt like it felt pretty standard. And I'm not saying it's I'm a just, bad thing, but. I'm just used to Jeff Geely shows now, I think. Like they yeah. just seem to have this thing. I did notice he was asking the crowd a lot for input and. Sometimes it worked, and then sometimes they got nothing. Mm, yeah. Shout out to poor Homeworld. Like, when he's just like, hey, oh, I like Homeworld. Homeworld. And just, like, crickets. I'm like, oh. There was another thing, too. They came back from I'm a trailer, sorry, and he's like... like our, our occasional co-host, Brendan Hill. That would have broken his heart. Oh, like, I, there was a couple of things when he... There was one There was one trailer, I can't remember what it was, where they came back from it. And he's like, yeah, what about that? And it was, like, fucking nothing. And I'm like... Oh boy! Another one was the um, <laughs> I found fun. It was the Outlast Trials trailer, where it's like everyone, people might you might get to play this pretty soon, and then it, it cuts afterwards. It was like a closed beta sign up. He's like, okay, some of you will get to play it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I look. I know Jeff Keighley is just a he's a big old ad man. One of the most egregious segments this year was the car. I was like, get this out of here. <laughs> I will say, I went and looked that car up. Not that specific version of it. 
I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool. But like, that's just because I like minis. So I was like, that's yeah. fucking rad. And then I was when like, I thought it was a mini, I'm like, okay, well, Joel's at least in on, in on that, I guess. Yeah. I was like, I, I can, but I can 100% admit, it was like, this is unnecessary. And why is this a thing? Although, did you see the, um, the display for it on the show floor at Gamescom? I did, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. They made it look like it was yeah. in like a, a packaging for like a, like a Hot Wheels or a Matchbox car. And I'm like, that's actually pretty cool. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, that was some like Xbox circa 2015 bullshit. Like, <laughs> yes. So weird. <laughs> bringing cars um, out onto the stage. Yeah. I guess when it comes down to it, since Jeff Kelly does like what, three of these a year now, and, mm-hmm. and the three of them pretty, ha- pretty much happened within six months of one another you kind of get a feel for the pacing and the plotting. Like I can now very clearly notice when we're in an ad block and be like, cool, I can walk away. And like, you can also too feel like what the scale of each of these is going to be. Like Gamescom has a different feel to, I mean, I feel like now after a couple of them, some are are like summer games fest and then game awards is like the one where it's like, everyone is, you should pay attention. That's where, that's where Jeff gets his biggest gets apart from like, was it summer, it was summer game fest where it got Elden Ring, wasn't it? Was it, was yeah, it I can't remember. Oh, actually, it might have been opening all live. I, I think, think it might have been opening all live. I can't remember exactly, but either way, like usually, Game Awards are where he gets his biggest gets. But um, yeah, I don't know. I feel at this point in in like the Jeff Keighley, what it, the 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 GCU, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're kind the of K- on board with KCU, like the, yeah, the KCU, the, the the pace and how these things are going to play out. Yeah, so I've got a list sure. here of um of the games. And we're just gonna we're gonna go through this. Some of them will be pretty quick. Uh, other ones we might get bogged down discussing it. Um, but yeah, so let's start this off with the one that started the show, which is a game called Everywhere by yeah. Builder Rocket Boy. Um, I, I'm gonna say dope because I'm ju- just because I'm curious. Like, okay, it's a nope from me. So, oh, <laughs> uh, interesting. I, I mean, I don't want to talk about it for too long because I don't think there is much to talk about, but. Like this is looks wild, and I just I I'm just know, but I guess like I don't know what it is. Like it's one of those things where you watch a trailer, and you're like what? Like the, yeah. the direct quote I've I've seen pulled is like we're not trying to make a a normal game. I'm like I just want to know what kind of game you are trying to make. Like is yeah. this is this a metaverse thing? I don't know. Like ugh. um yeah, like former Rockstar devs working on this as well. So that's yeah. like interesting. So, so weird. I I don't yeah I I have no idea, but. I don't know. The driving looked like it was fun. That looked kind of cool. Um, See, I, but I missed that. Like it was. I, I, I saw this short because I'm like, what is what? I don't care. <laughs> I tuned out. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Which I, is not I a watched... good thing at, this, at the opening of a show to be like, oh. Yeah, and the fact the fact that it's a game called Everywhere as well is like, what? Okay, you're just being very ambiguous with your messaging here. Well, but I mean, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it. Um. We already have a game called Everything, so oh, exactly, we're getting, yeah, we're getting everywhere. There. <laughs> and then they do a mashup because it's called, it's just called All, All Once, Once. yeah. Oh, uh, that, that you know what? That'll fucking get me. I'll I'll pay. <laughs> I'll do it. it. You put right, anyway, fucking Mich- Michelle Yeoh into all that, and I'm like, fucking, let's go, yeah. Next up, we've got a, I've got a game that became a trend throughout most of this, which is why some of these games might get skipped over pretty quickly. Uh, I've got June Awakening by Funcom. Um, it's a nope from me. Yeah, it's a nope from me. Yeah. Open World Survival MMO, only a CG trailer. 
was like, I don't really, I can't take much away from this. So you know, when we see more, maybe my opinion will change. But like right now, I'm like, eh. still haven't seen Dune yet. So you've got to, it's good. You've got to see. Yeah, I, game, I need to. Yeah. Like I want to. I might get to that right. this weekend. Next up, we've got a new PS5 controller. I mean, it looks pretty cool. It's not for me though. Like I don't need that. I, it's a note from me, but it's nice yeah. to know that you'll be able to buy a more expensive controller for your slightly more expensive PS5 now. Oh wow, that's also very true. Fifty I'm so, bucks extra. Pay I'm up. so I'm so glad I bought my PS5 <laughs> when I did. Like, oh, just... like it's it's funny because it's fifty bucks extra, but like when you think about it, considering how much everything else on the PS5 already costs, you're like this gets real expensive real quick. <laughs> yeah, and if you it, it's like if you look at the fifty bucks extra, you're like oh, okay, that's not too bad. But then you zoom out and look at the actual price of the thing now, it's like oh, that's eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred. That's like something about seven forty nine was way easier to swallow than eight ninety nine. Agreed. And it might be yep. uh, seven ninety nine. Sorry. And I, I guess it's because seven ninety nine is moving it much closer to the infamous nine ninety nine from the PS three days. Exactly, it's like we've like, been I here. Feel like Sony could use some some humbling. Anyway, I, I thought I'd bring that up just because we're not going to talk about that because there's no room in the news. But yeah, the PS Five yep. is getting is more is more expensive. Yeah, it is more expensive now. Not everywhere, but Australia is one of the countries where it is, and Sony um, haven't even bothered to like bundle us a game or anything to make it an easier blow. Like I think it was the the Meta Quest did. Like you get Beat Saber yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. But um, uh, Xbox will come out and said they're not raising their prices, so. And Nintendo said a few weeks ago they w- they weren't going to either. Yep. Sony's comment was, we have nothing to comment on this at the moment. Everyone's like, uh-oh. <laughs> mm, that's not good. You didn't say no, and now we know why. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got the Callisto Protocol from Striking Distance Studios. Uh, dope clearly yeah i mean this, is, yeah, this, this was this the is... thing that i was here for when when jeff was announcing like the lineup i'm like i'm here for callisto protocol anything else is a bonus yeah i, I mean it's pretty dope I, I feel like what they showed here was pretty short and some of it was this, like mm, this okay. is a dope because of because of what they said going into it that makes me excited <laughs> okay yeah fair enough yep so yeah we got a, we got a small gameplay segment it was mostly used to showcase um the the stasis and combat and stuff but they led into it saying talking about how you know strategic dismemberment still a thing in this game but the enemies that you're fighting can actually mutate as you're dismembering them and they showed a bit of that in the clip and i was like yeah. that is cool i and really also like that idea fucking terrifying yeah like, just the way like yeah. it pops its limbs off and gets bigger you're like oh, God, die <laughs> and like bubbles up as well but like, oh my it's, god yeah, yeah i was like wow that's good uh, I assume the stasis was charged up for the demo because I hope you can't abuse it that much in the main game. I'm it sure kinda... it's got a cooldown on it. Like you'd hope. Like in Dead Space, I like the balance something. of stasis where it's, you could use it, but like it, you had to really work to get the capacity up. So hopefully, yeah, yeah it was just tuned up for the demo because it felt it was like I can see how powerful this ability is. I hope I can. I have to use it less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, we also had a long. Tomb Raider-ish water slide. I'm glad you put it in our notes as long Tomb Raider-ish reboot-ish uh, water slide. And I'm like, that's exactly what I thought it was too. It, it like, was the gruesome finish of it really sealed the Tomb Raider deal. I was like, yep. oh, oof. <laughs> he got cut in half. <laughs> yep. And then it just sort of ended. I was like, okay, all right. All right. Not as not as bad as the Tomb Raider deaths. Like, I will always feel guilty. I will always feel guilty when I was doing those slides and just... Watching Lara Croft get a like a spike impaled through her neck, up yeah. Through, oh, oh, 
I mean, like, I'm so I, sorry. It's it's kind of like that. That's kind of nothing in comparison to what we've seen from this game. Yeah, but something about so that far, one just so that's, felt. Oh yeah, this one. But no, but, that, yeah, this in death. terms of the Clifford Protocol, like it's it's like yeah, him it's getting like, sucked oh, into yeah. that into that fan or that. And then just was, like, like mashed oh, in half. Christ. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. just the look on his face is about to go. Oh god. Yeah. Yep. So still coming out in December. Can't wait to play it. Can't wait to play it. So I sad. am so conflicted <laughs> because I'm like, oh, it's like Dead Space. And I'm like, oh, but do I want to play that now? Um, I mean, I guess you've always got the Dead Space remake coming, but it also looks like it's amping up the horror. Yep. So, yep. You might Maybe, have to prepare yourself for it. I think these are, I've always said Dead Space is like my, my, like my limit, I think. So I, I, I yeah, I, I might play Callisto Protocol. We'll see. December. Yeah. We've got till December to decide. Yep. Uh, next up, we had a trailer for The Lords of the Fallen by Hexworks. It's a note from me. <laughs> I for, know. For, for, for poor Brendan. I've got nothing to say about it because, like, I, I've, it was like, a CG trailer. Like, it's a CG trailer as well. And, like, I have no connection to. Because this was supposed to be a sequel, wasn't it? It was. A, like, isn't it still a sequel? I don't know what's going on. It I is... think I've seen some people say it's a, like a, a reboot of the franchise. So I yeah, don't know. cool, a reboot after one game. Great. Yeah, you know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We've noted it. So moving yep. on. Yep. Uh, we had a trailer for Moving Out Two by SMG Studios and DevM Games. Um, it's dope. a note from me, but it's, it looks cool. It's a dope for me. I like. I haven't played Moving Out, but I got to shout it out because it's. Uh, I, I believe a Melbourne dev as well. So SMG SMG Studio is Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and like I like the idea of like overcooked, but you're removalist. So I'm like, that's a that's yeah. a pretty cool idea. I mean, this, add, this adds in online co-op and cross-play enable gameplay. So that's those are both good steps. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I, 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 it looks really good, but um, yeah, I, I probably won't get around to playing it because I still don't play like games like that, unfortunately. They, they're, they're party games, right? And exactly. Like, yeah. They're for very specific situations or like, you know, YouTuber games where you're a mm-hmm. YouTuber and that's what you play. Yep. Streamer games. Yep. Yeah. Streamer games. Uh, we next up had Hogwarts Legacy by Avalanche. It's a nope from me. I hate that I have to nope this and not be excited about it. Well, like I just, it makes me so, it just, I'm so, here's so mad, but also the trailer. I'm not, was even, I'm not even noping it just because of a JK Rowling stuff. I'm noping it because the trailer was pretty, like the footage was pretty average, honestly. Yep. I thought yeah. the other trailer was way better. And this one seemed like it was mostly a, an engine to announce that expensive collector's edition, which apparently gives people, if you get it, like 72 hours of early access, which apparently is a thing we're still doing. Yep. Um, and it's sold out almost instantly, and now it's going for double price on of course resale. And so, worth noting that today it was announced that Sony has managed to money hat an exclusive like quest line or quest or story mission or whatever. So sorry if you if you bought that expensive edition on a different platform, but you're not getting the full game, I guess. <laughs> Since Sony said God. no, we're gonna pay money. <laughs> if this game had come out ten years ago, like it probably wouldn't have been like what it is now, obviously. But like, fuck. Like, yeah, I, that's what I want. And I love Avalanche as well. I really do. Like, Mad Max, underrated game. Anyway, too bad. <laughs> Next up, we had New Tales from the Borderlands from Gearbox Software. One of two things I think initially were meant to be surprises, but were leaked by Amazon or someone, or some online retailer. So, yep. uh, as a dope for me. It's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a tentative dope. Um, Look, I don't think it... It doesn't feel like it's... 
it's hard because yeah, no Telltale. Um, no Telltale was big, but at the same time, like even if it was Telltale, it's not technically Telltale anyway. So exactly, and like people, other people are doing that formula just as well, if not better, in some aspects. Can Gearbox well, this is do gonna, that? This is, gonna, this is still going to play like that, isn't it? It's still going to play like Telltale as well. I believe so. Yeah, it yeah. Seems I think like it's. It. I think because so... that's hence the Tales from the Borderlands. Yeah. Um, Monica, but um, I didn't. I don't think I caught it. Is so it's obviously five chapters of a new cast and story. Are those are all the chapters going to be available at once? Or I don't they... know. I don't. Okay. I haven't seen that myself because I couldn't. I, I couldn't find any information about it. I wouldn't be surprised if it was because, especially after Life of Strange True Colors did that. Um, oh, thank you so much, True Colors. Like I just yeah. was so happy to just have it all there. But on the other hand, uh, another game that just came out last week, uh, We Are OFK is doing weekly episodes. Yeah. But yeah, but, but they're weekly, though, right? They're weekly. So the so game is okay. essentially like... done, but they're doing it weekly. They did the first two episodes at launch, and then the new episode came out. See, that's last okay. Night. Like, I just. I just think we're done with that whole thing of like getting an episode and then waiting two or three months for another episode to come out. I just don't want to. Yeah. I, I don't want to go back to that. Mm-hmm. I will say just about We Are RFK. I have heard that it's got a really cool feature in it that when you go to a new episode of the game, it tells you how long that episode is. It has a oh, that's neat. M- minute to the minute time of like this episode is like 65 minutes long. So you can know, and apparently, I think from what I understand, I was listening to Kind of Funny talk about it. Um, it has like, when you pause, it has like the Netflix bar down the bottom. It tells you how far into the episode that you are as well. So yeah, cool little features like that. A lot of mixed reviews about it, but I'm, I've, I'm curious. It sounds to check that like out. if you, if you, if you like it, you love it. It seems like yeah. one of those sort of games. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I, I want to give it a go. Anyway, yeah, so Tales from Border- New Tales from the Borderlands, sorry, is coming out mm-hmm. in October. Um, again, it was leaked before this, so we all kind of had a feeling it was going to show up here. Mm-hmm. You stole it from me and our fantasy critic with your. I certainly did. I completely forgot. Like when I was like, I'm like, how did you- why did you bid fifty dollars? And I saw it was your last slot. It's was my like, last slot. Like why would I, yeah, why would okay, I do anything I had else? No, I had no hope of beating because I, could, I couldn't the, afford to go that big. <laughs> any of the things that I could have dropped in my initial draft were all counterpicked, so I can't drop them. So I'm like, I. <laughs> My my free drop that I've got, I can't fucking use. So I'm like, this is it. This is my last yeah, gambit. Nah. So, so we'll see how that pans out. Uh, I'm excited for it. See Randy Pitchard there, but he was <sighs> that's there. that was a that was a downer moment for sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm excited for this. Tales from the Borderlands obviously is fucking great. It's so good. I kind of feel like maybe going back through the first one again. I remember. I'm I'm sort of curious because. I don't know if PAX at Gearbox are doing a panel at PAX, but the last time they did that was right around the time of a launch or they've done them since, but like they did one around the launch, like a couple of months out from Tales from the Borderlands. And I remember going to that being like, ah, cool. And sitting in the audience at the end, I was like, ah, by the way, everyone in the audience is getting a code for Tales from the Borderlands on Steam. It was like, holy shit. And yeah, sure enough, they had fucking boxes of like codes so I got Tales from the Borderlands for nothing. Um, it was great. So I'm like, you want to do that again? No. Come on. Just... No, they're not going to do it again. They want that money now. Nah, we'll see. We'll see. They need that money. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, next up is Dying Light 2 Bloody Ties DLC from Techland. It's a nope from me. It's a nope. 
doesn't look like much anyway. I've Story got, DLC seems to be arena based. Not too interested. I've got nothing. I, I had no connection to it, so that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, Tortuga, a pirate's tale from Gaming Minds Studios. Uh, again, a nope. Purely based on the fact that it's another one of those like CGI-ish sort of trailers. With any little mm-hmm. hints of what you can do, but like not enough to sort of take my fancy. Even though it sounds like it should be up my alley. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a pirate RPG. Like, Port Royal apparently yeah. is one of the a really good pirate RPGs. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, might be one to keep an eye on, but yeah, nothing to say as as of now. To note, uh, officially. We also, we also got a new trailer for Sonic Frontiers from Sega. So, I... This is when I was, like, skimming through. And I got to the point where I was halfway through this, and I was like, I'm not rewinding. Like... I, God, this is just, I just, I don't understand. I mean, I do because there is a rabid fan base for this, these games, but like, I don't understand. I'm going to stop you. No, it's no. No. Okay. It's going to yep. ease you up. Thank you. What I do want to say is just a round of applause for the, for this game being like, you know what? I'm going to come out on November 8th, the day before God of War Ragnarok. That is a... Ballsy Fuckin choice, Sonic. Big, big call. Hell. Fucking see hell. how that, see how that, how that plays out. <laughs> oh God, God. Anyway, move on, please. Um, under the waves from Parallel Studio. Uh, I don't have much to say about it. The idea of it is dope, but I just don't know enough about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the same. And also, I saw Quantic Dream. I know they're only publishing it, and they're I was publishing like, it. But it's hard. It's that same thing where you're just like, oh. It's got, it leaves us that little sour taste in your mouth where you're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's that exact moment I have whenever I play a Borderlands game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm that's like, fair. oh, Randy. Yeah, that's fair. God. Um, yeah, this know. looks like this yeah. looks like a, a narrative adventure subnautica. Yeah, pretty much, which is why I'm like, I'm listening. But, yeah, yeah I just don't. They talk a lot. They talked about, like, yeah. Following the adventure of man trying to overcome a traumatic past, save his life, pilot a sub, various locations to explore, like caves, wrecks, and stuff. Salvageable waste, craft to help you explore further. A lot of that sounds really cool, but yeah, yeah just hopefully the Quantic Dream publishing thing isn't too much of a red flag because the I, the game sounds neat. Yeah, I yeah, I'm I, I'm curious about that one. Definitely keep an eye on that one. Uh, we've also got Goat Simulator Three. From Coffee Stain North. I mean, it's. I it's, have I have not got much to say about this game, but the trailer was dope. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's exactly what I do, and and also they still get like residual dopes from like one hundred percent trolling everyone. So I was like, so sure. I was it, so sure. It was so me. funny. Like that's oh god, it's so it was good. one of those one of those experiences where. It was fun to be on Twitter as it happened because mm-hmm. I watched everyone collectively get got, including yeah. myself. It was I was like, oh, okay, shit, and then just pranked everyone. <laughs> fucking ruined there, yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's like it's more goat simulator, and it looks it looks it looks wild. insane. Like every time I thought it it had like hit its peak, it was just like, what if this? I'm like, okay. I mean, okay. this this would be fun to like jump into for like a week with friends. I think like, this like one hundred percent would be just. Oh the... yeah, for sure. Like if this is on Game Pass, I'll download it. Oh yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. I'm I I'd be down to just fuck around in this game for a little bit. So yeah. 
then we we had um, Return to Monkey Island, of course, Ron Gilbert and Terrible Toy Box. Not a long trailer, uh, so I'm just going to dope it because, again, I just want this game to do well. Yeah, I I, I have no personal connection to Monkey Island, um, but I understand it's... Um, it's poignancy in in gaming history yeah and same with ron gilbert uh and i i like yeah so it's a dope for me as well uh the fact that yeah it's coming out on international talk like a pirate day is it's so great cool. it's so perfect like september 19th like because i know there was a point like last month where i was beginning to wonder if this game was going to make it out this year because they, yeah. they said later this year but they'd been quiet and i was just like okay you're you're kind of running out of time. And instead it was the exact opposite where it's like less than a month away now. I'm like, okay. Yeah. That, yeah. that happens so quick. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I love I, a pro bonus of a horse armor that does nothing. So That's funny. So, funny. so, so good. Funny. <laughs> it just sits in your inventory. That's so fucking good. And even the guy like doing the presentation, like flailing his arms about, that was funny too. Yeah. Like, like when he was, was... In, and he was still in the prison cell doing it. I'm like, That's yeah, it's a good that gag. Was, yeah. It was like the whole, like the whole thing, setup of that trailer was very very funny um yeah yeah so i mean look if you're if you're in a monkey island you're going to be excited for this so yeah uh and we've also got moonbreaker from unknown worlds i'm gonna say okay i (laughs) so here's the thing i'm gonna i'm gonna dope it but i will say that Again, I, I projected unfair expectations upon Unknown Worlds because so these are the guys who made Subnautica, right? Yep. And um if I did post they had a new like a sci-fi turn based like strategy game coming, I'm like, ooh, that sounds great. And honestly, this isn't what I want. I I but... can I can pinpoint the exact moment that you started to check out, which is when they described it as XCOM meets Hearthstone, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I was like, yeah. oh, they've lost Kyron. Oh no. But um <laughs> but I I do appreciate that it's obviously it's set in a world created by Brandon Sanderson, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's and really cool. So it is I love the way they commit to it being a tabletop game played with miniatures that you get to paint. That's very cool. That is so cool. And of yep. course immediately Rahul Coley re- was talking about this mm-hmm. game on Twitter already. Or immediately. Oh yeah. Uh yep, yep. He's been playing VR like painting miniatures in vr um, apart from doing it in real life but he's been doing like practicing he's, he's, he's <laughs> yeah he's like he is like 100 in but um i like the art style of it as well like you said it looks like a tabletop rpg yeah like um, they really commit to it which is neat like actually having the pieces with their bases on the on the table is, is mm-hmm. a good touch yeah yeah and i'm not huge on like turn-based strategy and things like that but this looks very cool and if they make it accessible enough which i feel like they might um and look brandon sanderson's pretty good at making worlds so yeah yeah he's another big hook for a lot of people i think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting and yeah i liked the the like the character design and the art design of like some of the the models and things like that Uh, and then yeah the fact that you just get to fuck around and paint them like that's yeah really cool and like not just like go in and like pick sliders and things like that like no you rotate the fucking little miniature around and paint individual and you've, very and you've got cool. all kind of options for like the sort of for how you paint apply the paint as well. Yeah, it, it look it's great. Like it's it's not for me, but I can I I can't be too bitter because I do know they are making another Subnautica. So this is just a another fun game that everyone else gets to enjoy. Um, early access is coming September 29th of this year. Very uh, cool. So yeah, like if you like the idea of like tabletop 
miniatures, then have I got a game for you? It's this. <laughs> it's Moonbreaker. It's 100% that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then we, we've got Friends versus Friends by Brainwash Gang. Uh, do you remember this one, Joel? I do. I don't have a lot to say about it, but I think it's dope. Um, mainly because I want to say something about it. What the you repercussions might, about might be. Why don't you? <laughs> I do. The game that I really should have played by now that I haven't. Um, it's a but, dope I for mean, me because, yeah, I, it looks so stylish. Like, But, yeah, as soon as I, I saw it, I'm like, oh, yeah, like Neon White, but PvP. I'm like, that's actually pretty cool. But I'm like, is this going to usher in a, a wave of like card-based shooters? Is this going to be like a new, the new thing that everyone does? The new roguelike? Or the roguelite um, that everyone's do it, like, will everyone do? Who knows? But Who knows? But- I, I like that. It had a fun song. It was, it was catchy and bright and colorful. And it was, yeah, kind of right up my alley. So, I, I, I mean, I'll keep an eye on this. Maybe I'll, I, I need to play Neon White. I need to play. You do it. need to play. Like honestly, even after our friend Ben was selling it to me, I need to play Neon White. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I think I'm gonna play it on PC though. See, I can't. I just want to play it on Switch. <laughs> ah, that's that thing. I'm like, oh, do I play it on Switch? Anyway, we can talk about that later. So, no, that's, I feel bad. That wasn't even really a discussion about friends versus friends, but the game does look cool. Even I mean, the, the like, best it, comparison it, I can think is yeah, Neon White PvP. Uh, that's that's basically it, and I think that's all we need to say about it. But if you you're curious about that, go watch the trailer. It's it is like an enjoyable trailer to watch. It looks very pretty bright, slick. And colorful. It looks like a slick game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there, we've also got Lies of P from Neo Wiz Games. I'm doping the fuck out of this. It's it's a dope purely because it's Dark Souls Pinocchio, and who ever whoever knew that was a thing we needed. It's it, it's Bloodborne, but make it steampunk. Yes, please. Fucking sign me the sh- the fuck up. Let's go. Um, so I the, just the biggest reading the notes thing here, was, yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't realize this is coming to Game Pass. That makes me even more excited. So, yeah, that was yeah. I'm pretty. Hold on, let me, I'm almost certain that was one of the big announcements that it was yeah. like coming to Game Pass day one. I'm very excited by this. Um, I remember seeing it when it got announced. I was like, oh, okay. okay, and now actually seeing it in action. It looks very slick, and uh, it's Dark Souls Pinocchio. What else could you? Yeah, by so yeah, way it, it of is, it is, um, it is coming to to Games Pass on day one. So, yeah, um, that's, that's a big tick in its favor. Big tick in its uh, favor, uh, for sure. I, I'm I'm pretty excited for this. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Like, I'm someone who enjoyed and played a fair bit of the Surge. So, like, I I like I like I'm look, I'm look, okay get, with like a Souls like on deck thirteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know we're getting there. Uh, I'm not as excited, but it's um, but yeah, I, I mean, this looks great. I liked just the general feel and vibe of the world. I'm like, like I said, like this cool, like steampunk feel to it with like lots of mechanical things. Um, that boss fight with that giant, like, oh, uh, it look, it's it looks great. I'm very look, excited hey, for this. You, you're never getting another Bloodborne, so you might as well make the most of exactly. This. It's like Bloodborne, but let, let's make it like slightly campy as well. Like, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of vibing that. So there's some campy shit in Bloodborne, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there is, but like, there's also some pretty, like this could probably have some pretty fucked up shit, but like, I don't know. It just, the tone of the music and things, I was like, oh, this feels very like, <laughs> and uh, I'm kind of down for that shit. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm. This is like shooting up one of my like, like on my anticipated list. So, 
pretty excited. It's coming out in 2023. So you got a, you got a bit to go. Still got a bit of time. It's fine. I can wait. Let it cook. It's cool. It's all fine. I'm, I'm in no Sorry. hurry for it, but. Next up, we've got Stranded Alien Dawn by Hem- Hem- Hemmont Games. Hemmont Games. Uh, nope from me. Nah, it's a nope from me. This is if, not my so shit. <laughs> here's the thing. Pine of Survival Sim, base building, weather, disease, starvation, living threats. Single player, from what I can tell. If it was multiplayer, different story. But single player, I'm okay. It's just not my vibe. I'm like, it looked cool, but... Nah, that's that's not. Oh, is in October. So if you're interested in that, I would say look it up. But yeah, I go. I don't. Not really for me. If it had multiplayer, I'd be way more willing. But like single player, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, next up is Atlas Fallen from Deck Thirteen, the guys who made the Surge. <laughs> Hell yeah! Never did play the second one, but I should. Many of it. I heard that was better. Um, uh, can't remember. I can't remember this one. This is it one was a CG trailer. It was a CG trailer. Okay, that's fine. It's that, and that's why it's a note from me. Like, I want to dope it, but again, you're coming with a CG trailer, but again, I also, it was, I know it was more fantasy-based. It seemed like it would look be cool, but again, if you're not showing me gameplay, it's kind of hard for me to really stick to it. I'm going to say nope, because I'm, I'm like struggling to remember yeah, this that's one. that's fair. That's totally fair. I've been Sorry, pretty good so cool. far. This is the first one where I'm like, oh, I don't remember this one. Uh, next up, we've got Homeworld 3 from Blackbird Interactive, and I have to dope it. Now I feel like I have to as well. I you got, do. I, it's okay. All right. In a, in a showcase that had uh, what seems to be a reboot of a game that nearly broke him, I feel like we, we owe Brendan. He deserves this. He's, <laughs> he has 3. struggled for Homeworld 3. And yep. honestly... Even though I had very limited experience for Homeworld games, I think, I, I mean, I picked them both up on GOG a while back and I did start the first one, but I haven't, I haven't played them all the way through. Uh, this, the gameplay that I showed for this game looked cool as hell. Now, I don't want to out myself as a, a non-Homeworld enjoyer, so I'm not sure how new a lot of this stuff is, but considering it was mentioned on the Steam page, I'm thinking it might be at least like more in-depth, but navigating a 3D space in a sci-fi RTS is such a cool idea like using debris cool. for cover or finding tunnels for ambush points like that is that's great i love that idea that's very cool yeah that's some cool shit yeah so you know, i'm I'm definitely i'm i'm hoping i mean if i get a chance i'll play the first two but i, I think i'm in the door for homeworld 3 when it comes out like i i, I can safely say it's it's not for me that's fair you and, don't that's play okay. and that's okay that's okay but for some but reason, you got, a, you got a PC for some reason. <laughs> shooters. Yeah. Where do you play Destiny, Joel? Uh, on PC sometimes. Sometimes. Hey, hey, if X, if, if Microsoft are going to be generous enough to give me fucking like Destiny 2 and all of these expansions for on Game Pass again, I will come back to PC. It's fine. But they won't. <laughs> they won't. I know. It's, it's, been, it's come and gone. Uh, it's fine, but yeah, I don't know. I just I RTSs. I just never really clicked with me, and like I just I love them, and I love it. They're making they're making a comeback over the last few years. Exactly, so. and I'm I'm excited for the people that are excited about it. But it's just that's not for me. Next up, we've got a couple of nopes for me. We've got a new Genshin Impact trailer and a Honkai Star Rail trailer. Yeah, they're nopes for me because it's not the fucking 
horror-verse game that I wanted to fucking see. Honkai Star... Honkai Star Rail is the one I want to see, but the trailer, I just like, no, I'd like to be able to trailers more than this yeah. one, so I just noped it. Yeah, I look, yeah, I agree. And just, I want to fucking, the, the Z's one. I wanted that one, and I wanted him to say, the fucking open beta now, go play it. It's fine. I'll wait. And this is how much your real cur- your, your currency will cost. <laughs> that's fine. I'll just, I'll play it for a little bit and then be like, ah, oh, cool, I, that's fine. Fine. Uh, next up, we've got High on Life from Squanch Games. Ah, I'm doping this. So this, what I'll be, I'll be honest with you. This was a nope, right? Mm-hmm. This was a nope after the trailer, like the gameplay they showed in this. It was like, oh, but a new clip was added to Twitter recently, and I'm like, now that's a dope. Like that's, I find that much oh, funnier. Okay, I don't know if I've seen that one, but it's the one with the um with the kid. Oh. Maybe and, and he, like so basically you try they hover the gun over the, the it, again I say kid it's like it's I don't know if you'd really describe it as a kid and he tries to pull it and the gun's like I can't I can't shoot this kid oh that's great <laughs> and then I'm, eventually he does and he's like cool great we killed the kid there goes up E for everyone I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good and apparently I saw I was scrolling from the comments and apparently someone said in the demo like that you find their parents later and the parents like I oh, he, he had it coming <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, if you're not aware of what High on Life is, it's from Squanch True, Games. True, that's a good point. Like, Squanch Games, who is, it's at Justin Roiland, the creator of Rick and Morty's, like, game studio. And I've always been meaning to play Trover Saves the Universe, because I hear it's very good, or at least very fun. Uh, even the fact I've got, like, a PSVR and I haven't played Accounting Plus. Like, it's, I, 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 I love... It's just Justin Roiland doing Justin Roiland, and it's it is. great. This is this is unapologetically that, and that's why, again, the clip they showed seemed like it was a boss fight, and the weapons didn't shut up. I'm like, okay, but how long? If I talk this much, how long until the dialogue loops? And I don't that's know. That's when I'm hard out. Yeah, true. That knife is pretty funny though. <laughs> like the 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 knife grapple yeah. hook thing is very funny. Uh, yeah, just, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just concerned. Like, if they talk that much, I'm like, oh, so the second I start hearing lines multiple times, is when, is when it will start getting iffy. Uh, I'm, I'm probably gonna get this day one because I'm pretty sure it's coming to Game Pass. I think it is. Yeah, I think you're right. So, yeah. Uh, I, well, uh, yeah, it is because it's um, it's what date is it though? It's like December sometime, December thirteenth. Um, I guess you could have finished Callisto by then. Mm, <laughs> um, yeah, because it's part. It's, it was in Xbox's showcase, so I think it's, it's not yeah, coming to PlayStation. That was where it was or, first announced. But yeah, this is like the. It doesn't seem like it's coming to um, PlayStation and uh, Switch. So, sorry. I will probably just skip it because I'm going to be so busy in December, and this game is not high on my priority list. <laughs> I will I would at the very least check it out and it might get it talked into me. But yeah, I, I've been meaning to play a Squanch Games game for a while now and I think this one might be the one. Uh next up we've got Hard Space Shipbreaker, which is a nope from me, even though it's like I hear good things. But um yeah. I'm curious about it and again I think it's on Game Pass. So on, it's on PC Game on Pass. PC Game Pass. Right. This, um, this this trailer was just to announce it's coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X next month. Okay, 
So I, I I've been like wanting to check this out because I hear it's yeah like you uh, said very good. Ask and Brendan. He he loves it. He he's been he's played it. It's such a cool idea this, too. Is a, this is a Brendan ass game. Oh like, fuck yeah! But this is a so, Brendan ass game that I'm like I could get into this. This sounds like a lot of fun. Just yeah, like, breaking back be, like, down giant ships. When it comes to PS5, I'll definitely be wishlisting it and keeping an eye on it. Yeah, I, I I'd be down for this. Is it multiplayer or is it single player? Oh, I think it's single player, but who knows in the future? Who knows? Man, if they had a multiplayer mode for this, that'd be great. That'd be so much fun. I'd put that on the same level as like Power Wash Simulator, where I'm just like just hanging out in space with my friends and just breaking down a giant starship, like scrapping it all. I just wanted to double check. So yeah, it is single player. Okay. But we'll cool. see. We'll see what happens in the future. But yeah, still, I've heard good things and I've, I've wanted to play it. Um, so I will chuck it on my wish list when the PS5 version drops. And that will apparently be on September 20th. Next up, we had a new trailer for The Expanse, the Telltale series from Deck Nine and Telltale Games. The nope. I don't have much to say about it. It's yeah. a dope. <laughs> it's a nope from me. I haven't watched The Expanse, so... It's the bits I, I haven't finished it, but I've seen I think like the first two seasons, and it's a it's a good show. Yeah, I hear it's really good. I just I haven't got around to it. And also, it's Deck Nine, like Deck Deck Nine are who are like the telltale successes in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's actually very true. But um, yeah, it was a nope from me. Oh, speaking of nopes, uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the game from Terravision was next, and that's a nope from me. <laughs> I mean. Yes, it is a note, but I would like to say it's, I mean, sure, fucking, what a wild card. I don't even remember these things, so. Oh, it's a, it's like a, like a cult movie. The only reason I remember it, this is like a slight tangent, but the only reason I know that it exists is that they, they've shown up, they've been at um Halloween Horror Nights, which is Universal Studios, like, Halloween event, and I... I'm a weirdo. One of my weird things that I like to do is watch um, theme park vloggers because I love theme parks. Um, and the ones that I watch, I always go to like Halloween Horror Nights. And I, I like experiencing Halloween Horror Nights from through the television. Um, and yeah, but the Killer Clowns from Outer Space is there. And it's it's like a like pretty well-known within certain circles cult classic horror movie that's just real silly and stupid but yeah sure why not okay so i'm a studio who made the friday the 13th game which take from that what you will mm-hmm. uh and yeah there's beta sign available now so if that's something you're interested in there you go go give it a give it a search <laughs> yep yep uh next up we've got scars above from madhead games um dope for me yeah it's a dope for me as well um first of all love the name Scars Above is a great, yeah, it's great. It's great a good, title. It's a good name. Uh, very well done. It's just like just just clever enough. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 digging the vibes of this one. I got I did get some strong Returnal vibes from it. Yeah, now you mention that, um, I'm I'm feeling that, and especially because I'm on that like Returnal glow at the moment that I haven't gone back to it for a while, but like still feeling it. Except it seems like a more like structured game which is why i'm like Ooh, okay yes, i'm listening so yeah <laughs> we got third person shooter with exploration and puzzle solving story starts with a mysterious alien structure appearing above earth mm. so yeah i don't know i'm into it i'm into cool it shit. again yeah. I, it's, it's a, it was a pretty short trailer but um again the vibes it had were speaking to me so i'll definitely be keeping an eye out for more on that game yeah hell yeah 
Uh, next up, we've got weird, weird, weird song from something Wicked Games, which it's a dope for me, but I don't have much to say about it. I mean, it's a it's a note for me. This didn't really bring any any like vibes the, to me. The only thing this game is pitching itself on is it was the introduction of something Wicked, which is a new studio formed up of plenty of vets from Obsidian, Bethesda, and Bioware. It's cool shit. So yeah, like that's like the trailer for the game. I was like. Eh the studio talent i'm like ooh, okay mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah that's fair we'll just move on by it, it, the trailer did not sell much it was selling a world and yeah like, cool but and a tone yeah i was sold more on the studio than the world yeah so we'll see how it pans out oh we got age of empires for new content it's a nope for me because... no no have you watched the trailer virgil no i didn't i think i skipped over this one it it is weird i would recommend giving it a watch it has um okay. it's the music in this in the trailer is like smoke on the water and it's just like what oh <laughs> i was like it was weird oh okay all right uh next up we've got a new trailer for gotham knights from wb games montreal nah nope it's a nope from me i didn't even watch this one i did i didn't even go back and watch it i'm like i'm just not feeling it nah i'm, I'm just, i feel the same i'm just like i can't i just i don't care good news is if people are into this game it's coming four days earlier now no october 21st is the game's new date but that's it we're done we're moving on sorry let's i'm waiting for suicide squad please (laughs) next up is uh where wins meet from everstone games this is a fucking dope this is dope this is dope Um, as shit so it's a new action rpg from everstone games for a chinese studio uh, should have a lot of flashy combat, and I definitely noted shades of like Ghost of Tsushima and even some Sekiro stuff. Like just like some of the environments and yeah, like, like I don't but know, like by way of Chinese mythology. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, it's Chinese it's, mythology, obviously. Um, I don't know, like I'm into this shit. This looks cool. It looks cool. Uh, again, it's so hard to really say much about it, but if either of those things, any of that standard, like it was up your alley, I would go and look up the trailer. Yeah, um, I, 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 I was gonna, I was gonna send this one to you, but then you were like, oh, I haven't watched it all yet, and I'm like, oh, man. and I kept forgetting to bring it up with yeah. you. But yeah, where wins meet looks into it. fucking cool. Uh, like, Some of the combat and like the wall running, just oh, all yeah. really good. I'm like, yeah, oh. I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna watch that trailer again after we finish recording because <laughs> I'm just like, oh man, I gotta watch that shit again. That was the one where I was like, for a hit. Mm, okay, mm, so, yeah. Uh, next we had Hideo Kojima. He was there, and he announced a podcast. He announced a podcast. <laughs> that that song fucking, says it all. Fucking lunatic! Like, oh my god, oh boy, it's so as, funny. As I said, on, as the Easy Allies reaction said, he can't keep getting away with this. Oh <laughs> uh, no! See, at the, I'm at the point. Where I'm just like, ah, oh, whatever. And to look like, and 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 then one day he's gonna show up and show something of interest and i'm like oh okay cool but at the moment i just have to laugh like it's so funny it's so fucking funny just to see him i was like oh he's got hideki jimma why has he got a spotify for- oh god the only thing the only thing that could have made it better is if it, he was there in person and he walked down a light bridge and announced that like that would have made it even fucking better i would have i would have loved to have seen just how many people like switch off the stream <laughs> oh just I, everyone just rage quitting at that moment but like i just can't oh, help it I gotta, I gotta give props to that fucking mad bastard. Like, I to be fair, I'm now at the point where I, when I do see Kojima next, I'm not gonna expect anything out of him. So that's very clever. Man, very exactly. Clever. Yeah, he's at the point now where he's like, oh, nobody will believe right. me. I know. So he mentioned he was working on two, like 
you said projects, so mm, obviously cool? we know one of them is Death Stranding 2, thanks to Norman Reedus, but <laughs> hopefully the other one is a horror game, we'll see. Anyway, moving along, we had a new trailer from Park Beyond from Limbic Entertainment, and it's a note from me, mostly because we already saw this game, I think, at Summer Games Fest, I think, was there? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. It I was so. recent, no, and it, I... I it looks cool, but nothing really new here. Um, uh, this is a dope for me. I just mentioned before that I love theme parks. Um, this looks like, like, just fucking go wild, build what you want, and let's get weird with this shit. It reminds me. I think I mentioned it last time we talked about this. There was like a series of like videos from like someone doing really good CG of like modifying video footage of real rides to be like fucking crazy. Um, and that looks like the the people who made this game saw that and went, what if we turn that into a video game? Uh, I mean, it does, it does sound like the, the, their inspiration based on what we know about this game. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. It looks really cool. I, I bet. It, yeah, you're right. Like we've, it's not much to talk about. I'm very excited about this game. I'm, I'm definitely going to try and check this out. Uh, next up, we have a new trailer from Warhammer 40 K dark tide from fat shark games. Again, nothing against the game. It's just a note from me because I kind of feel like I know what this game's deal is. Yeah, <laughs> kind of I, good. it's. I didn't watch this one. I feel like this. I, I kind of want to play this game, but yeah, it's a note from me. Vermintide. <laughs> Sci-fi Vermintide. Vermintide. Blacktail <laughs> from pa- the the parasite, and when I say the parasite, I mean P A P A R A S I G H T. Great studio name. I know it's a good studio name. Uh, again, I don't have much to say about this, but it's a dope because, again, cool trailer. The, the setting sounds cool. It's I'm a dope. It's a dope for me, and the fucking logo treatment is mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. love that shit. So this is a first-person archery game where you play as Baba Yaga. <laughs> Should be interesting. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's, it's coming out this December, and um, I I, pus- I just pulled like a, a quote from the Steam description because the trailer's good, but it's just like if you want to sell this game. The, the, the quote on the Steam page is, Live out the origins of the Slavic myth in this one-of-a-kind blend of intense archery combat and dark storytelling set in a vibrant fantasy world. Yep, yep. That seems pretty, pretty fucking cool. Yeah. It's meant to be like this December, so I don't know how much more we'll see of this game before then. But yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I'll be keeping an eye on it. Can check that out. Next up was a really short trailer for a game called Phantom Hellcat by Ironbird Creations. I'm doping it, but there's a, like there's not much to say about it. It's but... real short. Uh, it's it's again. I'm doping it too, just because it looks fucking you, you, cool. If you put stylish 3D combat in front of me, I'm yeah. gonna pay attention. Yeah, you put a character, and, you, and then you combine that with a main character that you're playing as that's wearing a Walkman. Like fuck yeah, I'm in. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm in on that again, shit. It was like 30 seconds long, and I feel like as soon as it had started, it was also over. I was like, ah, mm-hmm. all right. Also, I, think people, I saw some people saying we might find out more about it soon, but I don't, I don't know cool. when. Um, also, I fucking love the name Phantom Hellcat. Like that—that's awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a band, and I wish that this game didn't exist so I could name my band that. Like, we are Phantom Hellcat. Like, it's such a good name. Love that. Good theme of names throughout this presentation. There were some very good names. Some good names. I'm liking it. Uh, we got an update on Crossfire X Babylon, but that's a nope for me. Nope. Nope. Uh, we got a new trailer for Door, Door Romantic from Tukana Game Interactive, which is a... I don't have much to say about it, but it's dope because I want to play this game. 
and playing on Switch sounds perfect. Yeah, yeah, I've heard very good things about this game. Um, so yeah, it's a dope from me. But again, like it, this Not game's so. been out for a while on yeah. PC. So. Just, again, this was more just a, to announce it's coming to Switch in September. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, but I think Switch is a good place for that. Um, I think that'd be oh, yeah. nice. It, it, they they sort of go well together. I good think. vibes. <laughs> good vibes there for sure. Next up, we had a trailer for Joel's favorite game of the show. I'm sure. The Outlast Trials from Red Barrels. Now, I will have you know that I did actually watch this. I didn't watch it at the time because obviously I would hope I was not. with a three-year-old. So... Even when I was watching it, I was like, Jesus. Yeah. I, the part where it's like there's that fucking person sticking their hand down someone's oh. like empty neck. I was like, oh. <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, oh, that's a thing that I'm watching happen. So it's happening in front of me. I, I watched the trailer. Because I was like, we're obviously going to talk about this. Yes. Yeah. So, I yeah. No. It's a dope. So, just so we're clear, it's a dope. <laughs> yeah. I, look, it's a dope for me as well. I I, I think this is interesting. Um, how many co-op horror games are there? And not we're not counting like Resident the, Evil 5 the, and 6. I was going to say, you have to really specify they stay as horror. Because I was going to say Resident Evil 5 and 6. I was going to say, yeah. But when you play them co-op, they very quickly lose that horror element. Um... Honestly, not many come to mind. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, like... maybe, I mean, maybe if you were playing it seriously with friends, like Phasmophobia could be. Yeah, okay. But yep. like, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, what I will say about the Outlast games is, like, even though they are very jump scary um, and, like, you know, relying on, like, startling you more than anything else, they're pretty good at it. And the idea of taking that idea and bringing in a friend is interesting. I am interested to see how the how yeah. the game plays and how that how that could play out. Like, how can they play on the fact that like one person's getting scared and the other person isn't? But like, how do you scare that other person mm. via so like, proxy again, in a way? Yeah. What I had played at the Outlast games, which is mostly one, it's a lot of running away from scary monster guys. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I, I better. I am sure there'll be like puzzles that will require two players splitting up and doing stuff, and then each each player getting into their own trouble. But, I do um, I do yeah, like I the know. setting as well. That feels it feels like a weird, fucked up, abandoned amusement park. Um, and then also that little like the flyer at the end. The flyer like, at the end, yeah. Is like, you sign up for it. Okay, yeah. interesting. That's a cool it concept. Seems, it's. It seems pretty fucked. And if anyone if anyone's good at doing that, it's it's red barrels. <laughs> yeah, red barrels like to it seems like they just like to keep ratcheting it up for for ratcheting it up's sake, and this seems to be no exception to the rule. Yeah. So I'll be keeping an eye out for this. There's, it's got a closed beta taking place over Halloween this year from October twenty eighth to November first, which is very well timed. Yep, great. But again, still no concrete date, still still cooking. But um, yeah, the trailer was, it was a lot to process when I was watching it. Because I've been watching it over the last two nights in bed. So this, I think I was watching it like 12 o'clock Ooh, and I was just like, rough. okay, I've seen, I've seen that now. That's, I've seen this. And I, and I say that having seen Callista Protocol already earlier in the evening. <laughs> Callista Protocol, like what they showed in this presentation seemed fucking tame compared to this yeah. shit. Oh yeah. Just that, uh, the um, fucking the elbow deep I, in someone's yeah, neck yeah. cavity. It was yeah. like. Yep. Fuck. It's a lot, to, okay. deal it's a lot right. to deal with. Yeah. Anyway, moving on for Joel's sake, uh, we had a... Boy, speaking of short trailers, we had a really short trailer for a game called The Finals by a new studio called Embark. 
I want to see more of this. Like, yeah, I'm very so into it. I guess we might as well dope it then, even yeah. though again we there's you, not much there's to really say. Really, yeah. not much to talk about. All you need to know is it's a new multiplayer sh- ga- shooter wrapped in a game show format from a team of ex Battlefield developers. Very flashy. Like I, I'm loving the 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 style of this very short trailer. But I mean, yeah. it does what a teaser needs to do. Where, like for something that people like, don't know about, it's like I'm listening now. Like the yeah, next time this shows up, more. yeah, the next time this shows up, the, I'm paying attention. Full reveal is next month, so yes, not too far away from seeing more. But sweet. Yeah, you, can, you can sign up for play tests, but yeah, otherwise very short thirty second teaser. Didn't realize it was it certainly ex- got my attention. Yeah, I didn't realize it was ex Battlefield developers. That's very yeah. cool. All right, yeah. I'm so even that, more that excited me, for that. That makes me very interested in, in the in the shooting. Mechanics. Yeah, keeping an eye on that um, one. And then, then there was Jeff's <laughs> Jeff's finale, which. Much like Tales from Borderlands, we already knew about uh, Dead Island 2 from Dan Buster Studios, which is like Studio 3 or 4 that's been working on Di- Dead Island 2. I think yeah. it, this game was announced back in 2014 and it was going to be Techland, but then Techland went with Warner Brothers and made Dying Light. So Deep Silver had to find someone else. And it's sort of gone through like two or three studios since then, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely had a process to get where it is The question now. is, Joel, dope or nope? I think it's dope. Honestly, I think, as well. I think it looks really good. And I from think what it's I've, dope. From what I've been reading of people who like got hands on with it at Gamescom, it's apparently pretty good. So, so yeah, it's interesting having this and Dying Light two show up in the same stream. I so if you were to ask me to compare Dead Island one and Dying Light one, I would probably pick Dying Light one. Mm-hmm. But from what I know about Dying Light two. I kind of think I just want a fun zombie killing yep. game, and it sounds like that's what Dead Island Two is. Yep, I I think so. Um, also has probably one of the best taglines for the games that were shown. Uh, see you in Hella. See it? you in Hella. I'm like, fuck yep, let's do it. Like, I find that funny because I'm like, oh, Dead Island though. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I guess it's, it's a small thing. It's, just, it's a small thing, but it's being pedantic about it. I like that, and fucking using oh, what was it. Um, Hollywood swinging by cool. I mean, this game is now two for two with good trailer music. Fucking a, yeah, the bomb. Oh man, it's yeah. This was another very much in the same vein as the first trailer. It's like showing you uh, via CG. There's also a gameplay one out as well that I haven't watched entirely. I showed a little bit of gameplay on the show as well after the yeah, because like they showed the CG trailer and they were like, but you want to see some gameplay? I mean, I showed it wasn't it was it wasn't long, no, nah. but you got to see again a bit of the game being played. And I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, okay, like look, mm-hmm. Dead Island One and Dead Island Riptide were buggy, broken messes that I happily devoured with um with two with I think I don't think you played it, did you? No. I think I played a bit of Dead Island, but not Riptide. Yeah, because I, I did, definitely did a full playthrough of both of them with Brendan and Ben. Yeah, and hands down, some of my favorite moments in a video game are in there. Like my personal highlight is still from Dead Island One, just getting in the car and being shot out of the the borders of the game. <laughs> oh, fucking hell! I, I'm, I'm I'm dead. Why are you dead? Well, because I got shot out of a world. I I just yeah. I think of the CG trailers that we saw, I think this is also one of the... The fact they backed up with gameplay was great, but I think the CG trailer was very good. Um, I mean, some very wasteful things to be doing if you're trying to survive a zombie apocalypse, but yeah, it was a good, it was a good CG trailer. 
Yeah. Uh, and it's questionable use of resources. <laughs> and it was a little bit more like, like you've mentioned here, a little bit more honest and a little bit more truthful oh, yeah. to what. Way more honest. Like, compared I to what love we saw. That, that first Dead Island trailer. It is, the game is nothing like that. <laughs> nothing like that. But that trailer is still one of the best game trailers yeah, ever made. Yeah, for sure. It for sure is. Fucking it is phenomenal. A, a massive lie. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand that. Dead Island is such a fascinating franchise. Like, it is so weird. That's why I can't, I'm still a bit stunned we are getting a two. Like, yeah. I, I just fully assumed that even though we Dead Island 2 was announced, I figured it would fade into obscurity and Dying Light would continue to carry that mantle. Mm-hmm. Much like a zombie, here comes Dead Island 2, uh, ready to come out Feb 3rd next year, 2023. But yeah, I think, like you said, I think you summed up perfectly, but it's like, I just want to have a fun zombie game. Like, I just want to have a fun zombie game. Like, yeah. And, I, this... and that's not, I'm not saying that Dying Light 2 isn't fun. Dying Light 1, I really enjoyed. Of course. But I don't know. 2 seems like an investment. Big point. Yeah, 2 was selling a lot of like for world decisions and mm-hmm. faction choices. I'm like, I don't know, man. And I just kind of wanted to do parkour and fight zombies. There's a lot of it too, apparently. It's yeah. yeah. So if this if this is just more simple, like, hey, you get three friends, kill a bunch of zombies, make some cool weird weapons, it'd be a good have time. A, have a, have some like fun set pieces in there as well, just for good measure. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, just to make it really exciting. Yep, I'm in. Yeah. Like fighting your way up fighting your way up to the Hollywood sign, like and like trying to like hold it down while you're getting swarmed by zombies. That sounds like close. That'd be fun. I just remembered I in I think it was in Dead Island One. It was in one of them where I, my characters had a had a like a jump kick and I would just abuse it. <laughs> oh, it's like yeah. just jump kicking all these zombies in the face with the heels ju- on. It was like brilliant. Which paved the way, obviously, for the um the drop kick in Dying Light, which is <laughs> yeah. great too. Um, but yeah, so that was Gamescom opening night live. Yeah, no, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. It was a good showing. Good showing. Some fun, some fun stuff there for sure to keep an eye on. Um, some stuff I didn't expect to be as interested in, like, like the finals. I'm like, yeah, give me more of that. Give me, show me more of that shit. Like, let's go. Yep. Finals is one. Um, black tail. Mm hmm. Where the wind, where winds meet, oh, where winds meet, scars man. above, like, like lots of cool surprises. Ugh. And it had games we knew about, but we, but I, you know, I didn't know they were going to be there, but we already knew they existed. But seeing more of them was good, like Homeworld Three, Wise mm-hmm. of P, High on Life, so, yeah, yep, yeah, High on Life, yeah, Sonic Frontiers, you know, oh, fuck, <laughs> god damn it. So yeah, it was it was a it was a good showcase. Um, Jeff's shows are getting starting to really feel a bit long. Uh. Again, maybe that's because, you know, you see, you start to see the ad blocks and then you have yeah. these moments where they come out and give really awkward Gamescom awards. I skipped all those. Probably fair. Like, no. one of them was, like, most wanted PlayStation game. I'm like, how was the... Uh, okay. Because uh, God of War didn't win. God of War didn't win. I can't remember what did win, uh, but it wasn't God of... God of War wasn't even up for it. I'm like, then what, who picked these awards okay. and why is it being awarded now and why wasn't it God of War? <laughs> And what's Which the is point? clearly the most wanted PlayStation game. What's the point of the awards? Like the Game Awards awards are it's, barely it's worth any weight. Like it's. I was watching. Um, I was watching the Easy Allies react to it, and every time there was a game award, like an award being hand- handed out from like the, from the Gamescom awards, they would take that window to plug their Patreon. It's like, <laughs> yeah, if we're doing ads, like why not just spoil us on Patreon.com? Like, brilliant, great idea. Um, yeah, so yeah, it wasn't it wasn't terrible, but I just feel like I've kind of fallen into a groove with these Jeff Keighley shows. <laughs> yeah. 
for sure. I like I enjoyed it. Um, even though I watched it, skim watched it, and then caught up on things later. Um, I don't feel like I missed out on any. Not really. Moments of like you had to be there at that moment, and like because I love a good reveal like that, but um, and being there like. As close to the moment that it happens is a lot of fun. But yeah, I don't think there's anything exciting there. But some cool shit to look forward to. But Joel, if I'm being honest, I think it's time to to move on to the bonus round, please. Let's go to bonus round. Bonus round. So the bonus round is, of course, our whatever we want it to be section, which is segment, which is, of course, this time for Destiny, because it was a big Destiny showcase. And there was no point doping or noping it, because I honestly think pretty much everything in the showcase was great and worth talking about. And I've also, for the last 12 months, been significantly reinvested in Destiny. And it was fun to watch this showcase from that, from, you know, that perspective. Like, yep. It was the Witch Queen one last year that got me to where I am. So yeah, for sure, it was it was fun to watch it being invested and be like, "Wow, these are some cool changes." Um, I will admit I haven't watched this in full. Um, I've just sort of seen some of the cliff notes of things. Um, I was too busy de- deliberating whether or not I was going to buy Witch Queen, which I ended up doing. So, um, yeah. Uh, but I'm excited to talk. Some destiny. I want to hear. I want to hear what you got to say about it, and, and I'll throw my yeah, well, uneducated uh, advice and opinions. So we'll work our way down the hierarchy. So we'll start with the Destiny Two Lightfall stuff, and then they had that. They've got some quality of last life stuff. We'll talk about, and then there's the new season. We'll also talk about at the end. Uh, so yeah, they announced the next big expansion, which is Destiny Two or Lightfall. Which we've already known about. Again, if you're in the Destiny circle, you know this. But just in case you're listening out there and you're like, what the fuck is... When are you talking about Destiny? Like, Bungie a few years ago announced that the, the, their plans... They had all their expansions sort of planned out. And it was... Witch Queen was last year. And then... No, this year, it was meant to be last year, but it got delayed to this year. Which is why we had the six-month season of The Lost mm-hmm. dragged out. Um, and now Lightfall was next year. And then the year after that is the final shape. So Lightfall was sort of like the second last expansion in this big light and dark saga they're telling in in Destiny at the moment. And I don't know. I've been excited for it and I was always looking forward to it. But if you'd asked me what I thought Lightfall would look like, especially after playing for Witch Queen and even to a degree beyond light, I wouldn't have picked like a neon-drenched cyberpunk-esque yeah future city on neptune it's it seems like a like totally a very big shift but i gotta admit i'm kind of fucking into it like that's, that's what again to to start heading down the road of you know praising destiny that's what i kind of love about destiny you see it in this in the you know the big expansions but even the season to season stuff so like mm-hmm. see like we're in our third season now of the Witch Queen. The first season was Season of Arisen, which was like very much like, you know, oh, we're fighting these, the hive, weird bug aliens going into their mindscapes. The second one was like Trauma and Season of the Haunted. We're fighting like nightmares of, and ghosts and stuff on this like infected Cabal ship. And then this season, we're just pirates. Yeah. We're just, we're just pirates and we're hunting treasure. And it's like, all right. <laughs> it's like... 
Bungie have never been afraid to take big swings with Destiny, and I gotta, you gotta hand it to them that they do it really well. Like it's, um, as someone who's been on, like who is on the outside and a pretty casual Destiny player, um, I, it's it's always fun to just sort of be like, oh, that's really neat what they're doing. And eventually, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'll jump back in and we'll see how long this lasts for. But, um, yeah, I'm like. All this like destiny talk over the last week has been sort of like mulling over in my brain, and I'm like, oh, I could really play some destiny See, right and now. This is how, that's how they got me last year. They had yeah. the added thing because last year they were talking like they had the witch queen one. I was like, fuck, that sounds really cool. But they also that's where they also did confirm that they would be vaulting Forsaken, which yep. was always the expansion where I was like, if I go back to destiny. I want to play Forsaken. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I said those magic words, I'm like, I guess I'm going back to Destiny. Yeah. Yeah, I and did that same thing, yeah. That's where I started. And then since then, I've been like, fuck, I guess I'm... This is what I am now. Like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are the you are the resident Destiny fan. And that, uh... Like, Des- Destiny and I have had an up... Like, we've had an up and down relationship. We, mm-hmm. like, Destiny 1, I was like, okay, Alpha, oh, this is cool. Beta, this is still cool. Full game... I feel like I've run out of content. Mm-hmm. Kind of bummed out. Oh well. Taken King comes out. Shit, that's a good. That's a good expansion. Taken King, great expansion. Just I remember all those nights running the in the court of Oryx, just like yeah, fire teaming up and just slotting in things and just fighting off hordes of hive. It was a good time. Yeah. Um. Then Rise of Iron rolls around, and I'm like, at this point, I'm starting to see the limits. I'm like, okay, kind of want a new Destiny, like a, a Destiny sequel. Rise of Iron's good. It's entirely my shit. I love the Iron Lords. I love Rasputin. This big fucking war mind. The yep. Siva stuff was cool. Destiny 2 drops. And that's when we have... I have the most of my friends playing Destiny at one point. Mm-hmm. Doesn't last. No. A few people drop off pretty quickly. It's fine. It's yep. not for them. I don't blame them. I stuck it out for um, as long as I could. You did. And um, so I played, I played it pretty consistently from then. And then that's sort of where I dropped off. Mostly because... The first two expansions didn't speak to me, and by the time Forsaken rolled around, I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm kind of busy." But yeah, then when they said they were like, "We're vaulting," I'm like, "Well, that's it. I've got to, yeah, got to play it." And then well, Forsaken, Shadowkeep, Beyond Light, now for- Witch Queen. Forsaken seems to be the, the that was the one where they did start to take big swings because they're like, "Hey, this particular character is gonna die." Like it, they alluded to that fact pretty heavily, and they fucking committed to it, and that's. Pretty fucking cool. And then from then on, they're like, "Oh yeah, cool. We're gonna we're gonna sunset. We're gonna like vault a whole bunch of planets, basically." And then they did it in a really cool way, and it looked amazing. And it was like it was an event, and it had narrative resonance to it as well, which is very cool. So, yeah, I I I've got nothing but like respect for them being able to do that. And now the fact that they've like branched out and they're doing this as much as on their own at the moment so you know i mean they are like they got they they got bought out by sony but it's very much sony is just sort of bankrolling him now at this point mm-hmm. and yeah. i assume has bungie on speed dial for any of these games as a service projects they decide to you know finish yeah since if nothing else bungie has shown that they know their shit when it mm-hmm. comes to this stuff like <laughs> yep so um yeah life falls very exciting obviously i mean i won't i won't draw on too long because a lot of it is a lot of the reasons it sounds exciting is like narrative stuff. And really it's going to make no sense to anyone who hasn't played destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but needless to say, 
where we are heading in the storyline, stakes are getting pretty high. And I just am really keen to see where it goes, because even though you have to do a lot of reading to really dig into the Destiny story, it, it absolutely rewards you for doing that. There's some just triple S lore going on in here. It's and also, that can be like, sorry, go. It's all right. It's also really handy if you have like a lore Sherpa, such as yourself, yes, to guide. My, speaking or in, from and experience. Like, and my name is Bife as well on YouTube. Absolutely. If you're like, if you're, if you're, if you were like Joel, right. And you, you saw all this Lightfall stuff and you're like, I'm curious about Destiny. I would go look up my name is Bife. He has, you have to scroll back a bit for his feed to find it. But you guys have some very good, like comprehensive Destiny sort of story up until now videos that will cover especially it's especially helpful to cover the vaulted stuff which even i am still just like catching up on mm-hmm. um, i played forsaken obviously but there was two expansions before that that i just missed and they're gone now which sucks um but yeah so life Wars coming out it'll be march 1st for us and the big hook is it's got a new obviously a new subclass a new darkness power called strand which which means destiny is the second strand game first of all oh shit yes Shout out to Hideo Kojima. You, mm-hmm. you got him. You know, it's yep. two of them now. Two um, So Strand is our new ability, I guess, our new subclass, which means we've got we've got fire, we've got so solar, we've got arc, lightning, and we've got void, purple gravity magic, I guess. And for the darkness powers, we've got stasis and now Strand, and Strand is meant to be some sort of like psychic power where we sort of see the the the. I guess the code of a matrix is the best way to put it. And yeah, that's why in the trailer, you can see the guardian sort of grappling, grappling, hooking to nothing because we can just be like, no, maybe not in this reality, but like in another, like there's something there. I'll scrapple onto that and swing. Cause we're just gods. That's like, we're just gods now. Yep. Yep. Um, so that looks cool. We've got three different powers, but again, I won't go too much into them because they showed very brief snippets, but the Titan gets blades on his arms. So I'm just going to be an angry Beyblade. Yeah. Sick. Uh, the, the hunter gets a little sort of rope dart they can swing around. Oh, fucking, I'm fucking, I'm down with that. The warlock, they described him as having the ability to like shoot, like conjure a bunch of like magic projectiles and hurl them. But also they mentioned possibly, I don't, again, it's early days and Bungie is again, was very brief. They did make a passing mention of like creating life, like maybe pet, a pet class of sorts, which Ooh. Brendan is a warlock and he loves that shit. So that might be just Bungie specifically reaching out to Brendan. If so, good old but again, summons. early days. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that pretty much covers the, the meat of Lightfall. But what is very interesting is the other stuff they are adding. So the, the biggest one is probably, um, they're building the LFG Fireteam Finder into the game Very instead cool. of having to use third-party apps, which is great. Um, so, Because one of the big things that is good or bad about Destiny is a lot of the content is match-made, but the higher-tier difficulty stuff isn't, so you kind of need to have a group who you can run it with. And if you don't, you usually end up on these forums or websites or discords or subreddits, like looking for groups to play with. And they're going to just take that experience and just bake it into the game. Yep. Uh, where I'm assuming you'll be able to set all the things like, you know, what you want out of your teammates, what powers, what gear, all that sort of stuff. They've, and- um, they've been, they've just been a gradual thing that they've been doing. They did it with the raids, didn't they? Like a year or two ago. Wasn't that? 
Something. I mean, they have a Sherpa function built oh, in for maybe that. maybe that's what it is. Yeah. But you still, you still can't, like, look for group actively in-game, I don't think. Okay. Right. Um, and sort of, I guess, hand-in-hand hand to sort of support that, because obviously you can see problems happening if you've got that LFG built into the game. Uh, they're bringing in player commendations, where you'll be able to sort of just rate players on how they play, like, if they're good leaders and all this sort of stuff. So that's just going to be a good way to sort of let you know that if you are going into that LFG screen... You can tell pretty quickly which players are worth jumping into groups with, so that'll be good. Yep. Uh, they're also bringing in loadout managers, which has been desperately needed. Uh, and it may not be affecting you much, Joel, but basically when you get further into Destiny, a lot of your game time is spent basically picking your armor and slotting mods into it. And it can be a real pain in the ass to sort of have to juggle like three or four of those constantly. So being able to save a loadout is just going to be a big, a big change. You can do it on PC through third-party apps, but... On console, that's not really an, an easy or accessible option. I have dabbled very briefly in that. You will dabble more in it as you get further. But it yep. also will make more sense by then. Okay. And so the last like quality of life thing they're really doing it, doing with it, is they're bringing in Guardian ranks, which is sort of going to be... so Because one of the biggest problems of Destiny, right, is it's a lot, right? It is a lot, and this is going to sort of be... Bungie's solution to sort of onboarding new players. Right. I don't know how well it's going to work, but the idea is good because one of the biggest problems with Destiny now is if you log in and you haven't played it for a year, usually you get thrown straight into the new seasonal activity and you're just like, what? <laughs> Literally happened to me. Yeah. It's just like, it's yesterday. just like a big, like, what year is it meme? You're like, where am I? What's yeah, happening? <laughs> it 100% was. I'm like, ah, uh, because I know that the game does that because it's done it to me me multiple times before and i was yeah, like when all i right. went back originally it did me it did it to me like three times because i'm like i would go and i'm like oh, this is too strong i'm gonna bail out and then i logged in on the next night and it threw me into another thing i'm like oh god yeah i was like where is it throwing me am i going to the season event am i going to which what's what am i doing where am i yeah so if, if they can use this to sort of go over that hurdle that'd be great um I still think they need to do more work, but it's a start. It's a start just to sort of get these new players on board, give them some steps to work through where they sort of engage with the mechanics and sort of... Because again, there's a lot. There's a lot going on in Destiny. Even if you want to... You can come in and be like, yeah, fun bungee shooter. But as you spend more time in it, you're like, okay, this kind of goes a bit deeper than I was expecting. Especially now all the subclasses have fully upgraded to the stasis level where you pick your your super you pick fragments then you can modify those it can be a lot so i i do mm. i'm looking forward to seeing how this helps change that going forward and just making it easier for new players to actually get on board yep and get in and start just enjoying destiny because i mean once i got in i haven't looked back but even when i jumped back in last year it was it was a learning process and i've only sort of probably since like when the witch queen came out it was where I felt sort of confident in like knowing what I was doing with a lot of Destiny's okay. mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sweet. Uh, and then lastly, we'll wrap up quickly with um just the new season, which is seven so like as I said, it's pirate themed. So yeah. this season is season of plunder. Where we're just basically the whole theme of this season is we're just boarding fallen catches, which are like pirate ships, fighting them and then looting them and leaving. Like <laughs> Yeah, sweet. That sounds it's like great. fun. And then apart from that, we're also building treasure maps and going on like little expeditions where we have to pick up um, 
they're not actually exotic engrams, but they look like exotic engrams and like throw them at our like little treasure cart. Oh my god! As we go towards the excavation point, um, and then the, the final, the top tier is their things called brute layers, which I haven't done yet because it's um again it's not match made, and I'm waiting for my fire team to come back and be up to date before I do that. Uh, and that's it without even going into whatever the story threads are in this. Like, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Again, we are building up towards Lightfall, and I hope we get a cool live event like Destiny has done in the past, but I don't know. It's too soon to tell. And so, lastly, before we just generally talk about De- Destiny with you, Joel, mm-hmm. um, tonight, actually, I think in a few hours, the um, world's first race will start for the king's fall raid which has been re-added to destiny 2 from the taken king uh well that's where again a bunch of raid teams are going to log on and try to beat it first for a a raid a world first um raid belt like an actual physical belt (laughs) that's sick it is sick if it works i've I've had some issues in the past so hopefully this one kind of goes off without a a hitch I'm, i'm pretty sure peter burns from back pocket is having a crack that's awesome with his fire team so yeah yeah i know that i know yet like because Hex is a big, a big Destiny player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's really the the summary of the Destiny showcase. Yeah. It's Some cool stuff. Exciting. It's yeah. Exciting. <laughs> I look. So here's the thing. So Lightfall's coming next, and you said what was it? The the final shape. Final shape is the the one after that. And that's supposed to be the end of this arc. Uh, this yeah, this light and dark arc. Do you think they? do a destiny three as such and maybe drop the number and then make that the platform going forward or do they just continue with destiny two being i don't know they did so i, I did forget to mention that um they are not sunsetting any more content yes very which cool which is good news i mean yep. it also means that for better or worse now when you jump into destiny two the first story beats you do a, a shadow keep i don't like shadow keep that much shadow keep so um, good I didn't finish Shadowkeep. That was the one I didn't yeah. finish. I, I I finished Beyond Light as much as I could. I finished Forsaken and loved it. But yeah, Shadowkeep, like, I was like, ah. The last mission of Shadowkeep is great, but oh, the rest okay. of the expansion, most of it's because you get to go into, you go into like the Pyramid on the Moon and you cool. fight a bunch of like old bosses and sort of get some lore dished out to you. But the build up to it is just kind of a drag, like having mm-hmm. to go run around on the moon, do meaningless tasks go fight nightmares that you've already which are just bosses from destiny one usually yeah as cool as it was fighting fogoth again and um all those tanics and all that um yeah just didn't didn't if i'd played that at launch i would absolutely have been bitter on destiny yeah but because i only paid like 10 bucks for it, i was like i mean that wasn't great but i also finished it in a night so whatever yeah right fair enough was beyond light and witch queen much much better <laughs> meaty yeah there's some meaty stuff there to get into um, I don't know. It's just insane to me how how well Bungie have turned this around. Like, it could have easily just died off so quickly, but they have committed themselves to it. And like I keep saying, they keep taking these big swings, and they like of things that are like you're gonna do what? Like you're gonna get rid of an entire like what three or four planets? Like, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> there's like, yeah, we are, but we're going to make it mean something. And they did that. And it's very cool. Like, yeah, it's some cool stuff. Um, I'm just excited to sort of 
see where it goes, even if I am being like a casual outsider. Um, that's how it starts, though. It starts casual, and then if you get the right hooks in you, that's it, really. Yeah, and I think like even if I even if I still do say stay casual, I think what I get out of it is still really fun. Um, even if it, like it's just like, I mean, at the base 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 level, Bungie know how to make shooting things feel real good. So like, there's that. You're oh, yeah. always gonna have a good time shooting it's stuff funny. in the game. It's honestly funny how much I would almost. It might sound insane at first. How how I would almost compare this to, say, playing a Souls game, where okay. you can play a Souls game, and just have a good time. Mm-hmm. If you stop and like read and start piecing together stuff, you're like, it gets it just gets even better, really. Yeah, yeah. And it helps, like again, at this stage in Destiny Two, they actually have the war in the damn game. Yes, it's still insane to me that Destiny One didn't have that. I just it still blows my mind. Yeah. You have to log on to Bungie's website to read all the stuff. Like it's having a, it in the game is way better. Obviously, you, you, obviously. Have, you have to collect it in the game, and, and then, then log go on. out to remember Insane. fucking second screen integration. Oh god, let's let's not remember that shit. Anyway, <sighs> Destiny looking good. I'm still thoroughly hooked. Like, um, I did say at the start there was one thing. Yes, but I don't know how I feel about, it, and it's. It's a small thing, I guess. It's really down to a player, like you have know, individual player choice. But I don't know how I feel about the gun that they're giving away. Okay. So there is this fancy exotic gun, and it sounds really cool. Um, but you can only get it if you buy Lightfall and the annual pass, which is in Australian dollars about a hundred and fifty. Ugh. Yeah, it's a lot. Again, the gun. If you can, you can look at the gun and the exotic, like vaults on the tower. You can you can look at the lightfall exotic and you can read it. It is an it's an auto rifle that hitting multiple precision hits. I think if you hit a certain amount of precision hits, then your projectile can become little homing rockets. And then once you hit a homing rocket, you can load a grenade into it. Um, yeah, I think okay. it's been. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they've disabled it now because people think it it broke a buff they did recently. Because they were going to buff heavy grenade launches. Right. Um, it was meant to be like a 10% buff or something, but apparently the buff instead was like 150%. Jesus. So they, they disabled that immediately, obviously with you know the world's first race about to be happening. Oh, you can't God, have yeah. people jumping in with these 150% damage buffed heavy grenade launches. Yeah, that's going to fuck uh, But yeah, people up. think that maybe this new assault, this new auto rifle has just through how the destiny code must be cobbled together in some, at some points is just broken it. I don't know. Okay. But in a way, like I just, I'm always mixed on. It's a gun that you paid $150 for. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's probably a dumb pedantic thing. Like, I guess the, the thing you got to look at is that when it comes down to it, if you're going to play, if you know, you're going to play uh lightfall and the subsequent seasons, right? Like, that all adds up anyway, so it's just oh, a, yeah. It's just a matter it's of whether a... or not you're you're comfortable or in a position to um, drop one hundred and fifty dollars Australian um, in one go on this thing. But like, if for you me, need it isn't. Invested... It isn't so much the price because I because I did buy the Witch Queen Deluxe, which mm-hmm. um, had all the seasons, had the dungeon key, had the thirtieth anniversary stuff in it. I I was I was like, Bungie, here's my wallet. Use it responsibly. Right, yeah. <laughs> so I will probably get this. Uh, probably not right now. But um, it was just, I don't know. 
because they did give away you, you got an exotic for pr- pr- getting the deluxe edition of a witch queen mm-hmm. uh, but you got it when the game came out and well, I, like, I don't know i feel like that works better than just being like you give us 150 dollars, we give you an exotic gun see you in march i don't know it's just a it's just a mm, weird thing in my head yeah and it's like yeah i don't know yeah it's, it's it's just again it's the end of a player choice and you can buy it or you can not buy it uh i i probably will but probably not until like january or something i don't really need to be dropping that cash now yeah that's fair that's fair yeah, like that, I thought- that's my only thing that i was like oh okay all right interesting interesting yeah cool destiny stuff though yeah, like, just glad I jumped in, glad I stuck with it, and I'm glad I'm still enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm waiting every day for the moment when I, when I finally log on and have, like, my Destiny 2 moment, or my Destiny 1, like, Rise of Iron moment, where I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. But again, it's just, it's having the seasons and, like, I've always got every, I'm always getting something for, any, even if I'm doing the stupid, like, boring Vanguard Strikes like i'm getting shards out of this which i can use for other stuff yeah i don't know it's just got a really good I'm, I'm just everything that i can do in the game rewards me in some way and that was definitely a problem that the earlier destiny stuff had where it's yeah. just like you'd you'd log on and you'd want to play destiny and you'd be like i have nothing to do yeah exactly wanna, it seems like they're not really as much of an issue anymore they've got a lot of systems in place to sort of keep that feedback loop going nice and smoothly yeah, yeah. You can jump on. You can do PvP. You can do Gambit. You can do the Vanguard's stuff. You can you can Gambit do like is something this. I still haven't done, and I'm I'm fascinated by it because it's such a cool mode. We could have a team of four. Like I've got three. You're one. We could do it. Mm. If there's a night you want to try it, just let me know. I'll go play some Gambit. I because I remember I'm not a huge fan of it. But um... I, I was gonna say I just it was curious. I was I'm curious about it because I remember when it got announced. I was like, oh, that's an interesting idea. And yeah. Um. Mm. Into about that again I'll, I'll look i'll I'll play gambit like i usually do because basically every every weekly reset which is overnight tuesday for us so usually wednesday morning like the vanguard activities for Cru- the crucible which is pvp and gambit those first three matches give you like a higher light reward so i usually play at least three gambit matches a week so if okay. you want to play some gambit you hit All me right. up i gotta do I'll three do of them anyway i'll do that it's fine make the drifter happy um <laughs> But yeah, that's really that's Destiny Joel. Um and that's unless unless you've got anything to say, we should probably wrap it up before I start talking more about Destiny. That's fair. That's fair. Uh I don't have anything else to say. So I think it is the time where I'd like to say, we'd like to say, thank you very much for listening to the Dialogue Options podcast. We very much appreciate you being here. Um if you like what you've heard, please tell a friend. Go to your podcast receptacle or place of listening um it usually has like a reviews ratings that kind of stuff it helps us out like just because at the very least if you can if you're able to write reviews it makes us feel good because we can read them and go oh people like us that's nice um, i like being liked exactly that's yeah nice. you know we like nice feedback or, or if you've got you know you want to tell us we suck that's fine i'll take it on the chin uh, yeah, but if you want to catch us across all our social medias, we are at Dialogue Options. Um, yeah, hit us up with any suggestions, queries, anything you want to talk to us about. If you want to find us at our individual accounts, you can find me at Jolly Mac. Where remember at the start of the show when I said I don't think I've been watching anything else. My last tweet reminded me that I have been watching something else. I've been watching a show called The Rehearsal. Um. 
so the rehearsal is Nathan Fielder, who is like most known known for his show Nathan for You, which I watched a little bit of and I quite enjoyed, but I just never watched more of it. Um, he's got a new show from HBO called The Rehearsal, and this show, like, is a fucking ride. Like, I don't know if I could watch it honestly, from what I know about it. Oh my god, like. From the first episode, you're like, okay, I, 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 I've got a handle of what this show is. And then it keeps going and going and it gets to the point where you're like, I legitimately have no idea what is going to happen next. And it just gets wilder and wilder and wilder right up to the very last second of the last episode. And it just got picked up for a second season. And honestly, if you, you are interested in watching it, go in blind. Like you just go in blind Watch the first episode, you'll get the idea of the concept, and then from there, you just strap the fuck in. Um, it's I've seen people saying things like, "I don't know if Nathan Fielder should be celebrated as a as a, an absolute genius or be arrested immediately." Like it's it's fucking wild shit, uh, and I loved it. But yeah, that's that's what I've been tweeting about. Where can I find you, Kyron? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX. And honestly, most of my tweets have been Destiny. Uh, but more recently, <laughs> I've, I've low-key had my Twitter open in the corner of my screen because the entire time we've been recording this episode, I might as well mention it because it looks like either if it's not going to happen or it's going to happen when we're done. So I've just been following this rumor that came out that Amazon might buy EA, which now they someone else is saying it's absolutely false. And I've just been so fascinated. Yep. So I've had my, occasionally I've been side-eyeing Twitter, being like, has anything happened? No, is, there, is there uh, anything good? Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so that was just, it's that's been on my mind this entire episode. Um, but beyond that, just my utter disbelief about PS5 price rise, really. If, just, yeah. God. Yep. Pretty um, wild. But yeah, that's really about it, Joel. All right. Well, if that's about it from you, then I think that's about it for the episode. So thanks once again, and we'll see you next time. Options podcast.